Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. And Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus. Built with the zero landfill promise, all waste is recycled or reused with more at PrestigeSubaru.com. And Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. Experience Asheville on a whole new level on a guided rooftop tour. Enjoy history, award-winning rooftop bars, gorgeous views, and van-chauffeured transportation. Tours daily, year-round, with cover and heated rooftop areas. Find out more at AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC. So sit back and be carried away to places from around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. And be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website at speakingoftravel.net and sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive the latest travel news and travel tips and some really, really cool upcoming vacation destination opportunities. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on that Speaking of Travel website on the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, pretty much all podcast plat- platforms. You can listen to Speaking of Travel anywhere, anytime in the whole wide world, which is really very cool. So I've had a number of guests right here on Speaking of Travel who talk about taking an ocean cruise or maybe even having a lifestyle of cruising. I've met a lot of people who are doing that now. So there are no pros or cons to taking a cruise. There are just so many ways to explore the world on a ship. But over the last few years, an industry is really awakening in an entirely different light, and this is river cruising. Now, although river cruising may be less well-known than ocean cruising, it's becoming more popular every single year. And for good reason. Uh, It seems to be an excellent value. It's an easy way to see a region. And they they sound really pretty intimate, which is all appealing to me. So I wanted to find out more about river cruising. And my my guest today is Kathy Brock. She's with AMA Waterways and the business development manager for the Southeast region. And Kathy, I am really happy and excited to have you here on the show today. Happy to be here. So I've looked far and wide. I've been following what's going on with river cruising for a while myself. Uh, Talked to many of my friends. We're all down for it. We all like the idea. You know, you've got... um, a whole industry being born right here, right now. And, um, you know, I want to talk to you about why river cruising is becoming so popular. And on the other extreme, you know, how do you control sustainability when when there's competition like that? Sure. Let's talk about you for a minute and how you even got into this whole industry. Oh, 15 years ago, I met one of our three owners, 
because uh, this is a company that's family-owned. It's not a major corporation. It's three families that own Alma Waterways. Uh, Rudy Schreiner, who is an architect, designs our ships, designs our itineraries, Christine Karst, and Gary Murphy, who used to own Brendan Vacations. I met Christine in North Carolina at a trade show in uh, fall of 2005. She was out by herself promoting uh, her soon-to-be river cruise line. They didn't build the first ship in 2006. After listening to her next to me at a trade show, at the end of the evening, I said, Christine, you really need a sales rep in the Southeast. So I can just picture the conversation she had with Rudy when she got back, something to the tune of, we don't have a ship yet, and you're hiring someone. So I started with them in January of 06. Uh, that's been 15 years, and it's been absolutely amazing because river cruising is the fastest growing segment in the entire travel industry right now. Did their vision ever get them to this point where they thought it could happen like this, their original oh, I, vision? I think when they started this company, the three families sitting together one day, and I'm sure it was over copious amounts of wine, uh, discussing what was going to happen in the travel industry, they said, let's start a river cruise line. Maybe we'll build two ships. <laughs> and here we are. We're 17 years old, and we have 19 ships. Now, that's still a very, very small company. Because the folks out there that are on television in front of you every day have 75 ships. So a difference, again, big corporation, family-owned company. And also, what about the routes? Are the routes different? Yeah, the route, When you oh, look at your whole package and where you take people and the experience that you have um, being family-owned, right. uh, having a smaller uh, amount of ships. Do you find that um, more and more people are coming on board? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the best way to summarize river cruising is, I think, the term oceans will take you to countries, but only rivers will take you through them. You're not going to get to the cities on the rivers like Vienna, Prague, Budapest, Cologne, Strasbourg, Heidelberg. You can't do that on an ocean ship. All you do on an ocean ship is come in and touch a port, stay four or five hours, and then leave. It's not like traveling the rivers because the rivers are where civilization grew up. The rivers are actually connected from the North Sea through 15 different countries down to the Black Sea. And we mostly do seven-night cruises, but we will sail in a scenic area during the day or oftentimes we'll move the ship at night. So you'll wake up in a different city or town. Since they built the cities on the rivers, we literally pull into the city or town. We're able then to do walking tours, hiking tours, biking tours, and culinary tours. And in our case, those are all included. So you really get into the heart of the destination. The other thing that's really awesome about river cruising is it attracts very like-minded people. Uh, people that go on a river cruise are not necessarily interested in the inside of the ship or the Las Vegas-style show or, God forbid, the casino. Uh, they're interested in art and architecture and culture and cuisine. So it's a very like-minded group of people that are traveling together. Well, is it like a road scholar feel? 
It would be similar to that, yes, because it's very uh, focused on everything that's there. We have local guides in every single port, uh, fascinating people. Uh, Our company is all English-speaking. We don't have any multiple languages on board. We market ourselves in the United States, Australia, New Zealand, uh, and the U.K., Canada. So all English-speaking All English-speaking staff and crew always has been. That's very savvy to do that. And there are so many things that really set apart uh, what you're doing. And I, and I want to talk just a bit about the routes because mm-hmm. I've been doing a little research. Good. And you're talking about going into the towns and right. the villages. And they're so dreamy. <laughs> There's no other way to put it. I know. You sail along. Uh, the Danube or the Rhine, and you look at these little villages that are, you know, there's no sense of motion on a river cruise ship either. You're never out of sight of land. You know, you're 50 to 75 yards from the, the land at the most. You look at these little villages with all these different, the, the clay roofs and the different colored buildings. There's that church steeple right in the middle of the village. And you think, gosh, that looks like something out of Grimm's fairy tales. Well, guess what? That's where the Grimm brothers Grew up, so that's how they illustrated their stories. But it's very fairy tale like. Fairy tale, I think that's the perfect word, and also magical. It seems oh, that yes, um, I, I I just love uh, nothing else than sitting down and looking at these routes and yeah. really going down the rabbit hole of <laughs> where is that and <laughs> how else would I get there? And you right. know, Western North Carolina, uh, especially with our strong history of uh, the Cherokee here, mm-hmm. um, depended on the waterway. In fact, the first Trail of Tears was on the, the river system. Um, yeah. It has so much meaning and so much depth, especially where it, where it runs through it. Yeah. Well, the 70% of the traffic on the rivers is still cargo. This is how they move goods and services around in Europe. They don't have to worry about a wreck on 280, uh, you know, 26 or 40 out there, they're able to keep moving. So you get more vacation time on a river cruise as well. That sounds lovely. Well, when we come back, I want to talk, I want to go down this rabbit hole. I really want to talk to you more about um, what the river cruising is about, um, how people can compare and contrast, uh, all of that. We're, Randy and I are excited to have you here. We both want to do a river cruise. So we're, we're on board. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. best way to feel the love is to share it. That's why Subaru created the Subaru Share the Love event. Over the last 11 years, Subaru has donated over $145 million to charity. This year, we're continuing the tradition. Right now, when you get a new Subaru, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of charity partners. The ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels, or the National Park Foundation. This year, Prestige Subaru welcomes Homeward Bound WNC and the Asheville Humane Society as our hometown charity partners. The Subaru Share the Love event. Now through January 2nd at Prestige Subaru. Welcome to Subiville. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, your host of Speaking of Travel, and I have to tell you, the Asheville Rooftop Bar Tour just might be the hottest ticket in town for locals and visitors alike. Kay Bentley and her amazing team at Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours helped organize a group tour for us on a recent Sunday afternoon. We saw a part of 
Asheville's best views with well-known and new sites to look out over from high above the city. It is, as the name suggests, a tour on top of some of Asheville's fabulous rooftop bars. Sit back and order some handcrafted cocktails, some craft beer, local wines, maybe a small plate of yummy food, while you're learning about Asheville from the early years through historical photos from the late 1800s and early 1900s and hearing stories about what was going on at that time. And then you get van chauffeured to the next rooftop bar stop. It's so much fun. For more information, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Fly me to the moon. Let me play. Among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on a Jupiter. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and we're just getting right down to business here today on Speaking of Travel, where we're talking with of Ama Waterways. Uh, she's the business development manager for the Southeast region. Uh, what is river cruising? Um, where can I go? Let's first start with this name. What kind of name is that? Ama, Ama is actually the Latin derivation of the word love. Amo amas amat. We started life as a company by the name of Amadeus Waterways, as in Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. But in the travel industry, the advisors use a computer system with the name Amadeus. So I understand the letters from the attorneys were extremely polite. But they were very straightforward. We were not going to be Amadeus Waterways. We were naming ships Amadagio, Amalegro, Amicello, and musical names like that. And since Ama is the Latin derivation of the word love, we went with Ama Waterways. And that's what we've been for the 16 years. Well, I think the brand has worked quite well um, for the cruise line. I believe that I do, I do a lot of comparing and contrasting, and I look at different... Uh, you know, sales, what are they selling me here? And uh, your company is just very smooth uh, and quiet, and I mm-hmm. like that. Um, we and- don't direct market to the public. Uh, you're not going to get something in the mail from us every week. Uh, we don't have television commercials. We're not on the rack in Costco as you walk out the door because uh, we're selling our product only through travel advisors. So if you want to sail with AMA, you would find your local travel agent advisor and go with them because no matter what happens between them and us, we're going to have your back. That's nice. And I've talked to a travel advisor, and uh, which is how I even found out uh, about the cruise lines. So uh, once I started doing more research, it became pretty obvious that you – you really get what you pay for, if you will, um, and the intimacy uh, of the whole experience seems like a huge part of it. Absolutely. Let's, Our ships average 158 passengers. Let's talk about the the river vessels on these rivers because that's another thing about the company here that I want to talk to you about. I'm trying to get how to talk about it. But when you and your team decide where 
these, how many ships do you have now? 19. 19. Where are they going to go? So they're not all backed up behind each other. I, I think a lot of people don't have a real understanding of what it's like on the river with so much competition now. Yeah. Well, like I say, 70% of the traffic is cargo. We're going to be sailing down the river and a barge will pass us. And you look at the back of the barge and there's a hoist back there to take the family car on and off the barge when they go into ports. So uh, the rivers are not that crowded. There's plenty of room on the rivers. Um, uh, the only thing that could, might get crowded occasionally in the summertime is the docking space. Uh, but still, it's 15 different countries that these rivers go through, all the way from the North Sea, which is where Amsterdam is, down to the Black Sea uh, near Bucharest and Istanbul. So there's plenty of room. There's also three fabulous rivers over in France. Um, the Seine goes from Paris out to the Normandy beaches. And of course, Normandy was huge last year, 75th anniversary. There's another river called the Rhone, and that goes to that shabby area called Provence with the Chateau Neuf de Pop and the Beaujolais and the Côte de Rome wines and where Vincent van Gogh did his sunflowers and, and uh, Starry Night. And then over in the other corner, there's a little area called Bordeaux, and Bordeaux is wine, wine, and more wine. Um, also true in Portugal on the Douro River. So very, very wine-focused, very destination-focused art architecture. It's really um, an amazing experience uh, consider going to all of these places by car or by motor coach and somebody tells you to put your suitcase outside the hall every morning at 8 o'clock, I'd either shoot them or shoot myself, one or the other. But this is your floating hotel and everything's taken care of. It's uh, Again, it just sounds so dreamy. And I guess my question is because you have so much waterway and you have so many countries – and some of these are smaller rivers, and they go really tight into the communities. How do you decide how you're going to lay out your 19 vessels? Yeah. Well, Rudy, the architect owner, um, is from Vienna, and Christine is from Dresden, Germany. So they literally grew up on the rivers. Um, they come up with the most ingenious itineraries. We're going off the grid and doing some very unique things. Um, that trip to Bordeaux, which is wine-focused, has a land option prior to the sailing where you're four nights in the Basque region of Spain. So you're going two nights in Bilbao, two nights in San Sebastian. Then you're getting on the ship for seven nights and doing the Bordeaux area, St. Emilion, and all those fabulous places. Then we have a post-cruise land package that goes through the Loire Valley, going to Chambord and Ambois and all these fabulous chateaus and ending up back in Paris. So there's a lot of thought. There's a lot of research. Um, we had a sales meeting in January, and we went to a brand-new, family-owned, for-generations winery uh, with uh, – the Oompa band and the cellar with all the caves. And I mean, that's it's in a, um, an area that most people don't go to. We'll be the only ship going there. So there's a lot of research that goes into that. So there's, I want to make sure too that, um, I mean, going on a river cruise definitely has uh, pros and cons. Um, I would say one of the bigger pros would be that. 
the people that you're targeting and the people who are getting on these river vessels are are very intentional about the kind of experience that they want to get out of it. Yes. I mean, it seems that there's no mistaking that each um, each river, each port, port uh, has different ships, different yes. companies, different people that are coming, getting on and off. Yeah. Would you find that to be the well, way it is? Yeah. Our seven-day cruises, you're going to board at the – the first of the seven day, and you're going to be on there seven days. We I have see. some fourteen days, mm-hmm. um, but and then we use the local guides in the ports, and we're going through. We can do five different countries during the course of a seven night cruise, and every country is going to be a little different. We'll learn their customs. I love the Christmas markets because we always hear the stories of of Christmas in these different countries. Uh, St. Nicholas Day, when we put their shoe out in the hallway so St. Nicholas can come by and put a little gift in it, either a good thing or a bad thing, depends on how you've been. Let's talk just a bit about Christmas. Even though we're so early in the year, um, Christmas is always right around the corner. And a lot of people think, uh, you know, maybe instead of giving gifts, we'll give an experience. Um, this would be the kind of experience that I think would be very giving. Uh, but you have to plan in advance. How would people even find out about the company? Where can they go to get more information? Well, AMA Waterways, a website is, is the easy And that's AMA Waterways? Yes. Mm-hmm. AMAWaterways.com. Mm-hmm. Have to make sure it's the official site because, you know, people try to sneak things in there. Um, the Christmas markets are unique because they open based on Advent about the 24th or 25th of November, and then they go through Christmas Eve. Christmas markets are a very local thing. They've been around seven to 900 years. Every single city, town, and village has their own Christmas market. Vienna has six markets. Um, Budapest opened earlier still this past year. Um, People are out walking. They're standing in front of the market stall with their family. They've got a hot mulled wine in their hands. You smell sausages roasting and nuts roasting and the gingerbread. And you you can do all your Christmas shopping, too. But it's very much of a local thing. The only word I can use for it is magical. It's absolutely magical. People give it to each other for Christmas, and sometimes families love this trip. Well, you're making me um, yearn for that, for my own family. It sounds lovely. Uh, and we'll be back after the break. I want to talk more about that. The the whole experience and uh, and having something to look forward to. I think those would be, but I'm telling you, Kathy, I'm at a place right now where I feel like I just want to live on these ships for the rest of my life because there's so much to see and do. This is Marilyn Ball. I'm here with Kathy, Kathy Brock, Brock, Kathy Brock. I knew that. And she's with Ama Waterways. We'll be back in a minute. Every story has its beginning, a starting point from which it wanders the long and winding road, weaving its way toward the final word. It is on this road where the greatest moments often lie, where memories are made, lessons are learned, and where experiences can be valued forever. Each story is a journey, blind to what lies ahead and conditioned by the road behind. While the destination may or may not be known, each journey is unique, unfolding in the moment and defined by those at the wheel. Regardless of where your journey takes you, it remains yours to create. Embrace the journey. Find your ride at PrestigeSubaru.com. 
this is Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport and a tip for you. During cold and flu season, it's important to take extra precautions to keep yourself healthy while traveling. A few things I like to do, especially when I fly during cold and flu season, are carrying sanitizing wipes with me. These are great for cleaning tray tables, armrests, seatbelt buckles, and even remote controls in your hotel room. Think about the items most touched or handled by others before you and take a moment to give them a scrub. I take extra care to wash my hands often and avoid touching my face. I like to stay hydrated and avoid alcoholic beverages when flying, and sometimes I'll even load up on vitamin C before a trip. Be vigilant and you can prevent illness from ruining your trip. For more information about Asheville Regional Airport, including answers to many frequently asked questions, visit flyavl.com. Hi, I'm Kay, the founder and owner of Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. We enjoy showing you Asheville from a bird's eye view. We're so excited to announce our new experience tours. We're teaming up with some amazing local businesses to offer a -a one-of-a-kind tour experience. Create your own marble piece of art on our Make-A-Craft, Drink-A-Craft tour with Magic Studios. Or how about the thrill of axe throwing on our rooftop chilling and kicking axe tour with Axeful Throwing Club. To find out more about these special, limited-time-only tours, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and it is time to catch up with our fellow traveler, Doc Lawrence, as he takes us along the Gourmet Highway. Now, it's not a river cruise. It's the Gourmet Highway. And today, Doc is in Fort Myers, Florida, and he's going to stop by Sanibel and Captiva Islands for some food and refreshments. And that sounds just about right for our old pal, Doc. He knows how to live the good life. Hey, Marilyn. I'm in the place that honors American ingenuity and technology with world-class beaches just around the corner. Fort Myers, Florida was the winter home of Thomas Edison and Henry Ford. They lived next to each other and were very close friends. Their houses are museums today, and I spent yesterday touring them. When you turn out the lights or you put a key in the ignition, give a nod to old Tom and Henry. They are our friends. They call Fort Myers the City of Palms. It's royal palm trees, beautiful avenues, great restaurants, and museums. And it's also the childhood home of our friend, prime time himself, Deion Sanders. Plus, Major League Baseball is here each spring, just as it is throughout most of South Florida. During this month, we can see the Atlanta Braves play the Minnesota Twins right here in Fort Myers in daytime games with green grass, clear blue skies, and soft tropical breezes, the way baseball was meant to be played and enjoyed. Maryland, that's just part of the appeal of being here. While food, thanks seafood, and all the other things delicious. We had Oysters Rockefeller and Stone Crab Claws right at renowned Deep Lagoon Restaurant. Wines from the Lower Valley of France. And yes, Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey, all you wanted. Later today, Maryland, we're headed over to the islands. 
I don't mean the Hawaiian Islands, I mean Sanibel and Captiva, right off the shore of Fort Myers. Don't tell anybody, Maryland, but these rival any islands anywhere in North America. People come here to collect seashells, and they are gazillions on the beach each day, and they are beautiful, and you're free to take them home with you. And I got a couple of sacks, one for me and one for you, Marilyn. Tonight, we're doing the island thing. When the sun sets, we'll be on the deck at the Mucky Duck on Captiva Island, saluting the passing of another day here in paradise. You're encouraged to sing along with the crowd at the Mucky Duck. Margaritaville, Lawson Matilda, way down upon the Swanee River, and always in the mix, there's some guitars, banjos, and fiddles. Bring your instruments and have some fun. Maryland, dinner tonight at the Mucky Duck is about barbecue shrimp, smoked cobia, and fresh clam chowder from Florida. It's baseball, the arts, Mother Nature, and lots of fun right here in the tropics. Well, Maryland, for now, this is Doc Lawrence for you, and speaking of travel, on the Gourmet Highway, saying so long from Fort Myers, Florida, and the islands. And I hope to see you soon in your hometown. Well, Doc, you need to count me in. I just need to pack up my bathing suit, get down there myself, and collect some seashells. Now, remember, Doc, travel slowly. You can follow Doc's journey on the Gourmet Highway by visiting thegourmethighway.com. Well, I'm getting ready to think about visiting a river in Europe. Um, I've been very fortunate to go to Europe a couple of times, uh, and certainly the rivers are always a big part of of being in Europe. They're everywhere. There are so many beautiful rivers. So today I'm with Kathy Brock. She's with Ama Waterways. Uh, there are a lot of river cruising cruises now in um, in the world, really. And Kathy, Amaways has, like you were saying, how many years is it now that they've been in business? 17. And where are they headquartered? In Southern California. Southern California. Mm-hmm. So you have 19 boats, ships. Yes. Ships. I'm Thank sorry. You. I know. <laughs> I knew that. I just want to say that rumor has it there's a 20th ship in the works. Yes. Tell us yes. a little bit about that. Actually, this was Rudy's dream ship. Oh, a dream ship. Yep. He planned this ship for seven years. It took two years to build her. She's called the Ama Magna. And the reason she's called the Ama Magna is because she's twice the size of a normal river cruise ship. Now, a normal river cruise ship can be 38 feet wide because we have to go into these locks. The locks will take you up or down 75 feet at a time. Think of the locks like stair steps. You're going to come into a lock and you're going to go up in every lock until you reach the Continental Divide, which we're familiar with around here, and then the locks on the other side go down the other side. So the locks restrict the size of a ship. So we've got the maximum length ship, but Rudy found an area on the Danube from the bottom of the Bind Danube Canal all the way to the Black Sea, where he could build a wider ship. So instead of being 38 feet wide, the Ama Magna is 72 feet wide. Now, I might have called her a double wide when I was in Alabama. 
Rudy's from Vienna. He didn't get it. But I said, trust me, people will understand when I say she's a double wide. So our normal size ship carries 158 passengers. We have doubled the size of this ship, and yet we've only gone to 196 passengers. That is exactly the same number of passengers that those folks on television put on their regular size ships. So I have a picture of one of their ships next to the Alma Magna, and it is just a mind blower, especially the fact that these ships carry the same number of passengers. The Magna has four dining restaurants. She has five wine bars. She has a combination pool and jacuzzi with a pop-up bar. She has an elevator that goes to the sun deck. She has a huge wellness studio with a juice bar. We always have a fitness center, a beauty salon, and a massage center on all of our ships. She has a dedicated wellness host, just like all of our ships. And this ship, instead of having 25 bicycles, has 50 bicycles. She is just breaking the mold in river cruising. Breaking the mold, that's epic. I mean, this is an epic ship, and... Um, and it leads me to um, a question I wanted to find out because, you know, it seems like this is a very family-oriented company, that they're very caring. Uh, bringing people together and creating community is obviously very important, as well as the communities where you visit and you have local guides and you are part of that. Is is river cruising um, potentially um, compromising these villages uh, by bringing so many people there? But, but there's not that so many people. 158 people coming into a, a winery or a wine cellar or to visit the people. We go to a little port on the Moselle River. The Moselle is probably one of the most beautiful rivers out there. Smaller, has beautiful castles and vineyards. Uh, Christine discovered this port called Zell. Now, Zell is the home of a, a, a wine called Zeller Schwarzkatz. Zeller Schwarzkatz means black cat wine. So we are one of the only ships, if not the only ship that goes to Zell. When we port in Zell, the children of the town come on board dressed as black cats with the little whiskers and everything. They dance for us on the ship, and then they lead us from the ship to the local winery so we can do a wine tasting. That's the kind of experience you get on a river cruise. And again, it's 158 people. It's not a ship of 4,000 people invading a Caribbean port with nothing but jewelry stores. So really the atmosphere is different. Oh, it sounds lovely. I mean, we we keep coming back to these words of dreamy and lovely and... um, relaxed and there's so much Kathy unfortunately that I want to ask you about river cruising because it is a it is like a rabbit's hole you want to go in and and I do want to say those pictures that you have in your uh, marketing basket of the ship with the bicycles on the very end so it so you're looking out over the river? Oh, the spinner bikes. Oh, my yes. God. That's the magic. I, ima- I imagine myself there. Like, that's where I would be. To yeah. be. 
Anyway, thank you. I'm looking forward to coming back and talking to you about, I want to talk about the food. Uh, When I travel, food is very important. So I'm here with Kathy Brock. She is with Ama Waterway. We're talking about river cruising. I'm Marilyn Ball, your host. We'll be right back. Green is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals. Don't eat them. Go solar. Coexist. Don't buy a dog. Rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subiville. Prestige Subaru. On the web at PrestigeSubaru.com. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Hi, this is Kay with Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. Our tour company in Asheville, North Carolina, is capturing the hearts and imaginations of locals and visitors alike. Each of our rooftop bar tours offers up Asheville's breathtaking scenic beauty and historic landmarks, award-winning rooftop bars serving up sample cocktails and mocktails, plus intriguing Asheville history, all from the rooftops. We have daily tours and we're open year-round, and transportation is included. Learn more by visiting AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm Marilyn Ball, and we are, we are into talking about river cruising. River cruising. Is that how you would say it, Kathy? River cruising? Kathy Brock is with Alma Waterways, and... It's all sounding so dreamy, and you're showing me pictures, and it's just that to be in those places, it's so exotic in some ways because it seems so far removed. How do you get there otherwise to these small villages? You go on the rivers, and that's what people are starting to do. My question is, how would I even do that? Like, Oh, well, you go through a travel advisor, so right. it would be one-stop shopping, exactly. right? Exactly. I yes. would call a travel advisor who works with you, uh, like our friend Yolanda. They That's all how we yes. found out about you was through Yolanda. And that is another industry that's starting to emerge, is just having travel advisors again. It never went away. It was just always kind of underground in a way. I'm so glad that now there's one-stop shopping. Yeah. If you called, if you book through Expedia and you have a problem, give them a call. See how far you get. But you have a local travel agent. I love travel agents. You're good. Yeah. So our travel agent has arranged for us. Let's say that, well, I want to ask you this. How I'm a first timer. So how would I even think where to go? There's so many beautiful choices. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The number one choice is usually the Danube or the Rhine. Now, the Danube is absolutely fantastic. Uh, you're doing a seven-night cruise, <clears throat> but there's a land part you can add on one end of it, which I would say you have to do. 
have to, have to, have to. It's a three-night stay in the fabulous city of Prague. So you check into the hotel in Prague. You're going to fly, obviously, uh, and fly into Prague. Uh, You're spending three nights in a hotel there. Our cruise manager is going to have a meet and greet the first night, a cocktail party, talk about what's going to happen, take you on the excursions in Prague for those three days, then ride the motor coach with you from Prague to the first port, which would be probably either Nuremberg or a little town called Vilshofen. Vilshofen loves when Alma comes to town, so they have a beer festival every time we're in town with the beer queen and the mayor and the whole bit. Um, then we board the ship, and we're doing seven nights from Vilshofen, going through wonderful cities like Passau, uh, where three rivers come together, uh, going to Vienna, which is a fabulous city. At Christmas time, there's one street that's nothing but chandeliers, as far as you can see, and every street is different. Going to Linz, where you would then choose what you want to do that day. We have an, a trip that goes to Salzburg, which is Sound of Music and everything about it. Or we have another option into a little town just inside the Czech Republic called Chesky Kromlov. And Chesky Kromlov was never, never had a major fire much less bombed in World War II. So it's original building streets, huge cobblestones, and all this is included. You're not paying extra for Chesky or for uh, Salzburg with Alma. It's included. Um, we're going to Bratislava, and then we're going to end in the fabulous city of Budapest. And we're going to have an ex- um, excursions offered in each of those ports. We will average two to four excursions in every single port that are included that you do not pay for. The walking tours are divided by pace. So one day you can be a regular walker. The next day, if you want, you can be an active walker. And the next day, I don't feel like it. I'm going to be a gentle walker or by the people you've met and who you want to go with. There's also those biking tours and those hiking tours. They're all graded. They go out with two guides, one with the fastest, one with the slowest, They say, we've biked three miles. We have eight more to go. Would anybody like to go back to the ship? We have culinary tours as well. Well, let's talk about the culinary because I'm thinking, wow, with all this excursion and being able to go out and walk fast at my brisk pace and be able to then say, oh, you know what? I'm going to relax and go at a slower pace, maybe even stop and have a beer with a baguette or something. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And then keep going and know that eventually it's time to get back on the ship. Is but that basically you're going to walk off all that good food. You're going to walk <laughs> off all that good food and then you're going to want to come inside and be uh, hungry and yeah. and and go to your accommodation, you know, and freshen up. Let's talk a little bit about the inside. Okay. Like what's going on inside? Uh, we're going to eat and drink a lot. <laughs> Uh, we have beer, wine, and soft drinks and champagne with breakfast. We're serving the local wines where you're sailing. So we'll have a different red wine and white wine every single day. Uh, we don't have a beverage package that you have to pay for because with, that, with us, that's included. We're a member of the oldest gastronomic society in the world called Chandorotissure, which means all of our food is locally sourced When you're in a port or a village, you're going to see our chef buying stuff for that night's dinner. Um, We're very sustainable. We gave up plastic straws long ago. Our ships are the lightest and have the lowest draft. So if there are any water issues, that happened two years ago. 
It was a 100-year occurrence. It is not the norm. One year in 2015, I sailed into Budapest on 14 inches of water. So we can still sail. Um, We can accommodate any dietary need with the exception of kosher. We do vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free. We unfortunately also have a pastry chef assigned to every ship as well. The breads are fabulous. The five-course dinners are wonderful. Um, There's usually tapas during the day if you should get hungry. It's not this mass humanity, though. There's not a a charge to a buffet line that you have in so many of the big ships. Uh, And like I say, you're going to walk it off. But it's sit-down dining. All of our ships have two restaurants. One is the main restaurant with tables for two, four, five tops, which means solo travelers have somewhere to sit. And then um, a chef's table restaurant that has a private chef in a demonstration kitchen preparing and plating right there in front of you a seven-course paired wine dinner at no charge. Wow. Well, you sold me, and I love the idea of um, gifting, you know, and really making an experience. And it sounds... I mean, we all can do our research. We all can look at the pictures. We can look at, uh, we can talk to our travel advisors if you don't already have one. Uh, I, you know, I think you should have a good accountant, a good uh, financial advisor, a good attorney, and a good travel advisor. Because there are, as we've talked about a lot on Speaking of Travel, there's just a lot of resource out there, a lot of information. You know, we have TripAdvisor. We have th- we have uh, checks and balances, I like to think. But really being able to talk to people who have been on the trips, who have come back. And that, that's a lot of it, too, is that um, the people who come, when you come back and you've had such a wonderful, intimate experience. It sounds to me, Kathy, and I want to, uh, I think I'm preaching to the choir here, but it sounds to me that uh, from the moment that you leave your home, uh, you are already being transported mm-hmm. to a magical place. Right. And when you get there, somebody like little, um, you were talking about hand. Christian Anderson, a little cobbler. Somebody had been there before you and had done all the little things that had to happen to make this magic uh, appear. And I I like that idea. (laughs) I tell people, I I talked to some folks this weekend at a travel show, and they were booking us for about six months or a year out. And I said, okay, you know where you're going now. Now go find books, go find movies, just go immerse yourself in this and anticipate it. That's the best thing about travel. You've got to learn what you're going to do and anticipate it. And you need to book far out because with 158 people, that and no, we're not going to have any last-minute fire sales either. You know, they're filling 4,000 beds. We got 158. So difference there too. Definitely a difference. And like I said, we can all go out and do the research that we want to do and be able to look at what kind of experience. But you know, one thing that we talk about a lot here on Speaking of Travel is being able to have a real experiential kind of experience. And that is what is so attractive, uh, being on the rivers in Europe and all these other 
places that I can't even pronounce, Kathy, to be honest with you. I'd have to do research just in having the pronunciation like you do. But knowing that I'm with the people who live there and grew up there and that they love having visitors, that's the other part of the travel, this type of travel that I find extremely appealing is the people-to-people part of it. And I wish I had another hour. I'm going to have to bring you back, Kathy, because this, again, it's – Taking a river cruise is such a new part of the industry, and it seems like it got pushed out there really fast um, with a lot of – first, it was just word of mouth, and then it was like, wow, what a great idea. And then it was like, I'm going to subscribe and get – and then it's like, whoa, wait a minute, stop, hold (laughs) on a minute. I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'll figure it out. And it's very important, I feel, that we are able to hear – uh, just what it is that it's about and how we can make our own good choices based on the intimacy that we want to have. So next time we talk about the exotics, which would be Africa, Southeast Asia, and Egypt. That's a whole nother show, Kathy. I'm uh, that's telling what I mean. you. <laughs> I know. Well, thank you so much for being here today. And uh, tell us again how people can get information. Through their travel agent. Oh, right. You can look at our website, amawaterways.com, research, see the beautiful pictures and everything, get a copy of our brochure, but please, please work with a travel advisor. If you call direct, oh, I'll get a better deal. No, you won't. Not with AMA. Not with AMA. Well, that is a great way to end our show. Thank you so much, Kathy, for being here and sharing with us what river cruising is about, giving us... A a dreamy place to step off from. Just remember, Ama means love. Well, this is a great week for love. Every week is a week for love. I love the idea of planning a trip around Christmas, and that Christmas market sounds wonderful. Do a little research yourself. Let's talk about river cruising again. And remember, go do it. It's Life is short. Don't postpone joy. 